You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and more specifically, hello to my San Francisco 49ers fans out there. Today, I am talking about your team and how I would like to see them attack this free agency period, going over a player I would like to see them let go, someone I would really like to see them resign, and a potential player that I wouldn't mind seeing them go after in this year's free agency market. So comment down below. Let me know who you want to see your 49ers team drop, pick up, bring back, and everything in between. I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions and discuss in that comment section down below. But diving right into things, you're looking at $2.5 million in cap space. I obviously expect that number to go up a little bit once you get some restructuring going on. Maybe a guy or two gets cut and let go things will open up i definitely expect that number to grow at least somewhat but at the moment two and a half million and with a lot of money invested on some top end guys i don't necessarily expect this number to grow that much but i could see you playing with something along the lines of like 15 to 20 million or so when things are all kind of said and done after restructuring and cuts and whatnot so I don't think there's a lot of money to go around, but there is a little bit of money to play with, and I do have some people in mind as for how I would like to things kind of change up a little bit as we go through this point in the offseason, and we'll start with who I think the 49ers should really consider letting go, and that's going to be defensive back Jimmy Ward, a guy who plays safety, he plays slot corner, he can do a little bit of everything in that secondary, but the reason I'm saying Jimmy Ward is more so because you have two impending free agents in this period here. We're looking at Jimmy Ward and also Tashawn Gibson. So for me, with how this is kind of being done and where I came to this decision is mainly in part of I'm, I'm basically choosing one or the other in this scenario here, mainly because Jimmy Ward Solid player, only 31 years old, and he had a pretty good season last year in terms of the 12 games he played, but he did only get five starts, and when I look at what Spotrack has him listed for in terms of just what they could see him potentially signing for, which is obviously a rough estimate, you're looking at a deal around $7.6 million, so about seven and a half or so for his next deal per season, and I'm assuming he's signing maybe a, a one, two-year deal, something along those lines. For somebody who only started in five games and only got to play through 12 and has a little bit of a injury thing going on within the last few years, I think that you're probably better off moving on from Ward and keeping Deshaun Gibson on your roster, who you could probably get for a lot cheaper. So again, this is one of those like we're picking one or the other type deals, and I'm going with Deshaun Gibson. Despite him only being one year older, he was a very valuable pickup for this defense. The guy had like five interceptions this year. He was all over the field. He started for, what was it, 16 of the 17 games? Maybe it was all 17. I don't know. I've looked at a lot of numbers today. I didn't write that one down. But he played and started for literally just about every single game, if not all of them, if I'm remembering incorrectly there. You also have the emergence of Talanoa Hafunga and... I feel like that kind of makes one of these players a little bit more expendable. And so why I'm okay with them moving on from Jimmy Ward. Again, I know that he played a lot in the slot this past season. And, you know, how much has he really played deep as a safety the last couple of years or so is is up for conversation. But you couple that with some of the younger guys that you have just as a defensive back in that group that they have there. And the 49ers are no stranger to move guys around as necessary if they feel like somebody's playing well somewhere else. I feel like if you're just trying to find a way to save money and and not you can't obviously bring back everybody, 
Jimmy Ward is somebody that I can sit there and go, okay, kind of sucks we're letting him go, but there are some other people that I just feel you have to prioritize because of either how much better they played, how much more they played, or just because they're younger with more upside. And again, Jimmy Ward's 31, not getting any younger. And I know Gibson's a little bit older, but Gibson had a really good year. And so the fact that I, you know, I consider one of these guys expendable, I'm picking one or the other, I'm going to go with Jimmy Ward. Now we're looking at somebody that I would like to see the 49ers bring back. And this is someone that I'm a really big fan of for the 49ers. He's been there for five years now. He has experiences in the system and he's coming off of an ACL tear. And I'm talking cornerback Emmanuel Mosley. He was looking really, really good this past season. He had the interception, five passes defensed, and he was doing an excellent job covering his side of the field. And I just feel like with the opportunity to bring him back on a prove-it deal, you might get a really good season out of him before you actually have to make a big decision on him. If this was you know, a different scenario where he plays the whole year, I definitely think there's a possibility where he maybe prices himself out of your range and you don't, you don't have the option to bring him back. I mean, hell, Spotrac had him priced for, I believe, something along the lines of like $10 million plus a season. I don't necessarily know if that's going to be what you're going to have to pay to keep him around. It is certainly a possibility, but I feel like that coming off the AC tear type thing while players are bouncing back a lot faster and they're coming back just as good and if not better prior to their ACL tears than ever before I think you have a really good opportunity again this is a guy that's been in your system now for five years he knows what you're doing on the defensive side of things see if you can lure him back to at least stay somewhere he's comfortable and not have to sign a prove-it deal elsewhere where you're learning a new system and you don't necessarily know if you're going to fit exactly what it is that they're trying to do schematically, bring him back with the idea that, hey, you come here, take a little bit less money, you know you can have success, you looked really good your first five games last season, let's allow you to earn the big contract you want to sign next year and it'll be kind of like one of those I help you, you help me type deals because depending on how the season plays out next, do you bring him back? Does he play well enough that, again, he could maybe price himself out of your range or maybe money situation's a little bit different and you can actually sign him and keep him for at least another three or four years depending on how next year pans out. There's a number of different ways this can go. And I mean, it's up in the air, but the way I see it right now, you have a really good player who is trending in a really good direction, that really nice pick six against the Panthers this year. One of those examples in those five games that he had. I think you try to take advantage of that, lure him back for another season, and then ultimately you can kind of make a decision as to, you know, what do we do with Emmanuel Mosley next season once he either proves himself or he doesn't, whether he has a monster year or just a really solid year and sticks around, or maybe, it, you know, he doesn't bounce back. Hopefully that's not the case, but, you know, you never know with these kinds of situations here. I really think that securing him for at least another season to allow him to prove himself in a system he's comfortable in would help both sides in this situation here. Plus, it also kind of mitigates the the let go that I had in terms of letting a defensive back in someone like Jimmy Ward go. I know he played in the slot. Emmanuel Mosley's more of an outside guy, but it's one less person in the secondary you have to try to figure out like what to do about. So I think that it does kind of take away just from the... The, the stress of trying to replace so many players in the secondary, Emmanuel Mosley, again, a guy who's played well, you bring him back, and it's at least one less thing you need to worry about in that defensive backfield. Now, as far as how I look at actual free agency going for the 49ers and picking people up, this is another one of those things where you don't have a ton of money and you have a lot of money spent on top-end talent. And how you should be at least looking at free agency right now is 
we're not going to be swinging on any more guys. I think you kind of, you've kind of run out of swings at this point here. You have a lot of money dished out into a lot of high-profile positions between Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa. I mean, that's that alone right there is a monstrous amount of your salary cap on its own. Now, can you maneuver money around to make cap space? Sure. However, I think that with where the 49ers stand right now, your goal should be depth guys and more complementary pieces in free agency where you are trying to find your other starters who can replace the current starters you have that you may not be able to afford in the next couple of years and your stars and talent. You're trying to, you're trying to dig deep within the draft because you know you can hang on to those guys for cheaper prices for four years. I would like to see them go after in this free agent market, should he be available, and I think there's a good possibility because of the way the Bills' money situation is looking right now as well, going after defensive end Shaq Lawson. Part of the reason for this is because currently at this moment, the 49ers are looking at seven defensive linemen between interior and exterior edge rushers set to potentially hit the free agent market. You're going to need to supplement that in some way. I don't necessarily expect them to bring everyone back. I'm sure that there's going to be at least out of those seven, you're probably guaranteeing like three, maybe four of those guys are gone. So you're going to have to find their replacements somewhere. And like I mentioned, you have a lot of money tied into some really top-end talent. Shaq Lawson's a guy whose salary last season was about $1.2 million for the year. He's not necessarily getting any younger. He's, I believe, 28, or he's going to be 29 going into the season. I forgot to write his, his uh, age down, so that one's on me. But a guy who's closer to 30 than he is to 20 by a wide margin. So you bring him in, let's say at most, you're probably paying like two, three, maybe four million for his services. This is a guy that's typically good for about four sacks a year, give or take. I believe his his career best is six sacks total for a season. You don't have a ton of money to play with, but you bring a guy like Carl Lawson in who's been pretty solid everywhere he's played and has been a really good player and someone you can count on on the defensive front. You bring him in, you surround him with talent on a defense that's probably the best defensive talent he's ever been surrounded by and maybe you get a little extra out of his production because teams are so worried about dealing with the other stars you have on that defense whether it's on the defensive line or some of the linebackers I mean there's so much talent loaded on the 49ers roster Shaq Lawson's not a guy who you're necessarily sitting there and going all right we got to worry about this guy no they're too busy trying to figure out how you're dealing with like Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa on the defensive line already never mind trying to deal with Shaq Lawson as well your focus has to be in other places so with that in mind, maybe you notch those four sacks. Maybe you get five, six, or seven because he's opened up a little bit more. And again, your focus here is finding quality, complementary pieces. You don't need to hit home runs in free agency if you're the 49ers. Your biggest concern is essentially just trying to keep your roster together and figuring out how you're keeping Christian McCaffrey coming up because he is a healthy. He was phenomenal for the 49ers this past season. And that's a guy that I would like to see playing in the red and gold for the remainder of his career, if that's at all possible. I, watching Christian McCaffrey on the 49ers has been a blast. So you have all these guys you need to worry about in terms of money and potential contract extensions coming up and just trying to figure out who you're going to have to keep. Shaq Lawson's a guy you don't have to spend a ton of money on. You can get solid proven production from and potentially showing some upside beyond what he's produced just because of how good the rest of the defense is around him. You might even get a little bit more out of him. So that's a depth and quality player that I would like to see San Francisco go after. But that is it for me.
That's everything as far as my thoughts go for the 49ers is free agent, period. Again, I would love to hear from you 49ers fans what you all think in the comment section down below. Let me know your thoughts. Who do you want to see them go after? Who do you want to see them let go? Resign, everything in between. Comment down below. I'll see you all next time. Have a good one.